Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you listeners. So today's show, are you choosing lack or abundance? And I know that many of you will be a little... um, miffed at the title because I know I would be in the past where I didn't want to acknowledge it was actually a choice that it actually happened to me you know me not having money or me having a struggle with money or me having credit card debt that all happened to me it wasn't me choosing it yeah except it totally is it totally is we choose lack we choose abundance and neither one is right or wrong They're both choices. One, at least for me, creates more on the planet and one creates less. Yeah. So everything that just brought up for you, will you destroy and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyond. So that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information on how that works. And you can also check out accessconsciousness.com for more information about access in general. Go get your butt to a bars class, to a foundation class. Uh, find classes that are in your area. They're everywhere. I mean, they're in over 200 Uh, countries at this point we are everywhere so come and play Gary and Dane are the founders and they are amazing they also have a radio show on Voice America here right before mine Uh, I think it's called um, actually I think it's called Access Consciousness so you can just search that so yeah the choice of lack or the choice of abundance and I know a lot of times people don't like when we talk about choice and I know I I was the same like <laughs> back when I first started studying access consciousness in 2011 and they would talk about you know money is just a choice and struggle is just a choice and I would get so mad like so mad because it never felt like a choice to me it only ever felt like what happened to me The thing is, back then, I was operating as though I was a victim to life. I wasn't acknowledging the creator that I am of my life. And that's the difference, is that once you start acknowledging that you create your life, you create it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, then you can actually start to change it. But if you're playing the victim like I did so well, you don't actually have the capacity to change it because it happens to you. So you can't change that. So then it's just the way it is. Yeah, so everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you've bought or sold the lie that you're not the creator of your life, Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, or claim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And it's like really just getting the sense of everything in your life you've created. Now, sometimes we create it unconsciously or anti-consciously, and probably... We could even say a lot of times we create it unconsciously or anti-consciously. And that for me is what these tools from Access Consciousness are all about, is really about recognizing that every choice we make, every thought we think, every feeling we feel, every action we take has an outcome. So the more that we're willing to be aware of the choices that we're choosing, then we'd actually be aware if they're creating more on the planet or if they're creating less. You know, I was watching 
Abby and I watched this series on Netflix. I don't even remember the name of it. It's an Australian series, and, and it's a kind of a drama trauma um, lawyer type of show. And the guy in it, the main character, his life is in shambles. Like his, he slept with his business partner and best friend's wife, and he does drugs, and like there's just all of these things. And as we were watching last night's show, I thought it was so funny because, you know, literally his life is crumbling around him because of the choices he's making. And at one point, I was like, oh, the poor guy. And I mean, I didn't say anything because it wasn't, didn't need to be said. But I thought to myself, except he's choosing the choices that are creating that. You know, so often we do that. We and, and of course, they make the character really likable. So it kind of puts you in that position to like, oh, poor him, as though he didn't make the choice to sleep with his best friend and business partner's wife, or as though he had no control over it. You know, and, and so then you, you kind of like, it's, it's interesting to me to look at the bigger picture of like, yeah, except he chose that. So yeah, now his ex-wife hates him because of this other choice he made and this is going on because of this choice he made and like really that's that's as simple as it is. You know, if you look at your life in the places that you don't love, you're making choices that are creating that. And the minute that you look at that and acknowledge that is the minute then you can choose something different. Now, there are times when people are making choices that, uh, let's say, uh, can affect us, you know, so so let's say that you're divorced and your uh, ex is going after custody of the kids. Okay, cool. So yeah, now that's going to be, it's not so much that you're, you can change that choice of theirs, and you can choose how you be with that choice of theirs. Like you always have choice, even in the places where you think you don't, you always have choice. And that's with this whole house buying and selling stuff that Abby and I are, are, are doing right now. You know, over the weekend, there was, there was maybe some, I was choosing some dis-ease with it and we're always reminding myself, but I, I mean, I can't choose what they're going to do on the other side, but I can choose how I be with what they choose. Like that, that is still up to me. Or in the kind of the waiting game <laughs> that we were doing, I still had choice of how to be during that time. And there was times where I chose abundance and space and possibilities and ah. Uh, and there was times where I chose lack and frustration and annoyance and wanting to, you know, smack somebody. And neither is right or wrong. They're just choices. And there were times that I went into the wrongness of me for wanting to smack somebody or to be frustrated with it. And even in that time of judgment of me with that, that didn't create more. It's like if I could just kind of step back and take a, a look at it and be with it and okay, okay, well, I'm choosing the frustration right now. Is there another choice? Or what if I be okay with choosing frustration with it right now? Like what if, what if that's okay? What if there isn't a right way to be through this process? And that's kind of where I've got with a lot of it because, you know, there's just things that come up and things that go, you know, certain ways and things that don't work out the way that you'd like it to. But it's like, hey, what if however I be with it is how I be with it? Like, what if I don't have to have extra pressure on me about what I should choose with that? And recognizing it's all just a choice. Yeah, so everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you haven't been willing to acknowledge the choice that you do have in every area of your life, with every person in your life. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop up, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the lack of choice that keeps you from being the infinite choice you truly be? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop up, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And then it's really for me looking at, you know, am I, am I choosing lack here? Am I choosing abundance here? Like at one point, I wasn't sure that the person buying our place was actually going to buy it and kind of went into, oh, well, then that's done and we might as well take the house off the market. And um, now I have to tell the, the guy we're buying from we can't. And like just went like totally down the rabbit hole instead of like, okay, that's a lack mentality of there's only one buyer for this acreage. Like that seems kind of funny to think about like from a bigger picture place. I wasn't quite willing to look from a bigger picture place when I was going down the rabbit hole. But it's like, really? That's just lack. I mean, how many buyers could there be for this acreage? I mean, we had, you know, we had multiple offers on this acreage. So to think that just because that one wasn't going to go through, but I went to this reality and this reality is all about lack. This reality is there's never enough. This reality is you better get yours now because everybody else will take theirs and you'll be left with none. You know, this reality is all about never being enough. When really us as infinite beings are our, our abundance, <laughs> you know, an infinite being in of itself is infinite abundance. There's infinite choices, infinite possibilities, infinite wealth, I mean, infinite everything. So how much energy do we have to use to go to lack, to choose lack? Whew, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I think a lot of times, too, at least, you know, looking back in my life, the, the times where I was choosing lack with money, most of that was based on again, this reality's version of money. So I was, you know, working at an employed position, and you only get so much money, you know, they give you a wage or depends a wage or an hourly rate or whatever. And then it's kind of like, well, that's it. Like, that's all the money I have. Here's the month. Here's everything I, you know, would like to spend money on a month. And here's the money instead of like, what other revenue streams could I create today? How many other ways would money like to show up as if by magic? Like it's just a totally different way of, of being than what I used to be with, with money and every area. You know, when I talk about lack or abundance, it doesn't have to be just money. It tends to be what I talk about more. Uh, just I think people can relate to it more. But look at every area of your life. Chances are if you're choosing lack with money, you're choosing lack in other areas also, possibly every other area. Yeah, so everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everyone that you're mimicking that had the point of view of a lack in, in their life and living, money and everywhere else will you destroy and uncreate all that yeah wow right wrong good battle nine putt box shorts boys and beyonds now the other piece with this is are you willing to choose abundance so just ask yourself right now truth are you willing to choose abundance <sighs> yeah now, if you got to know, it doesn't mean you can't, it doesn't mean you won't, it just means there might be some points of view in the way there. And I think some common ones in terms of uh, choosing abundance is how different will you be? You know, how much will you stand out? How uncomfortable would you make people? You know, if your friends and family all live in poverty and you're suddenly the richest one, are you willing to choose that? And I often refer to it as poking them in the eye. Are you willing to poke your friends and family in the eye? Because whenever we choose beyond what they're choosing, and by they I mean friends, family, co-workers, whoever, whenever we choose beyond what other people are choosing, we energetically poke them in the eye. And there are people on the planet who love to get poked in the eye because it inspires them to choose greater. And they get really excited about that. 
And then there's the people on the planet who do not love to get poked in the eye and in fact get very, very upset when they get poked in the eye and will find some way to stop you. You know, they will do something, whatever they can. They will judge you. They will criticize you. They will make fun of you. They'll just find a way uh, in so that that you'll stop poking them in the eye. And at least from my awareness, my interesting point of view is that you have to be willing to poke them in the eye, no matter if they love you for it or they hate you for it. You have to be willing to poke people in the eye because otherwise you won't ever choose the abundance that's actually possible for you. Because you'll be too concerned with what other people think. Be too concerned with what other people say about you. Yeah. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about what other people think and say about you that keeps you from choosing the infinite abundance that's available for you? Everything that brings up, lead us to our uncreated all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. And it really isn't like, I don't know, we can, we can never say that everybody will love you for it or everybody will hate you for it because it, it won't ever be that way. There'll be some people who will, who will love you for poking them in the eye and showing them there's another possibility. And there will be some who just, they just won't. And what if it actually, whatever they choose has actually nothing to do with you? At least for me, when I look back at when I really allowed other people to control my life in terms of like what they thought of me or what they might say of me. That was really because I didn't, it's like I took it personally. So if somebody was upset that I got a nicer car than they did or something like that, it was like, oh, well then that's my fault. Like I made it about me. I made it personal and it's so not true. Like, look at yourself, look at you when you go on Facebook and see something amazing somebody's created or something on, you know, somewhere else, or you hear a story about something and, and maybe there's a time where it just kind of, ugh, you like, does it actually have anything to do with that person? Of course not. It's where you are in that moment. So you might be able to, you know, 99.9% of the time hear other people's success with money and celebrate with them. And then there might be that 1% of the time where you just want them all to fall off the planet or something like that. And, and chances are that 1% of the time, it's where you're maybe not feeling as abundant or you maybe had a big bill come in then, then you can afford to pay or something like that. Like there's something going on for you in that moment when that energy comes up instead of the usual celebration energy. And that's the same as it is when people feel poked in the eye for something you've chose. It's not that they're poked in the eye because you're horrible. <laughs> they're poked in the eye because you're showing them there's another possibility. So everywhere that you've taken it personal and then stopped because you must be bad or wrong or horrendous or whatever you've all decided about that, will you just destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you've shut you down to assist others to stand up, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I, by stand up, I mean like, you know, be more of them or shine. And it's this ridiculous, again, lack mentality that in order for someone to shine, we have to dull our lights. It's not true. The stage is big enough for all of us. So all of the lack mentality that you have bought and sold as real and true, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. On that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? 
During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about are you choosing lack or abundance? Yeah, you know, one of the things on the planet that I've never honestly quite got was the whole um, kind of dealing back and forth, whether you're doing a house sale or a car sale or any sort of a sale like that, and you just go back and forth with prices. And I'm I'm not really sure why we can't just have, here's the price, would you like to buy it? No? Okay, thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> you know, because I don't go to the grocery store and... Uh, you know, talk them down in prices. And I just, it's just so something that's not fun for me. And I know a lot of people really excel at it and really love it. Uh, Just what seems really loud in my universe right now is a lot of times that energy of kind of the back and forth and negotiating, there's just such an energy of lack with it. Like lack and... Lack in having to, like, make sure you don't pay a penny more than what it's worth or something. I don't know. There's just, there's some skewed energies in there a lot of times for me with with that sort of going back and forth and negotiating. And, like, it's like, huh. And that's how we do stuff in this reality. So it's also been an interesting kind of journey for me to go, okay, you know what, this is, this is part of it. Now, could I actually have it not be part of it? Absolutely. We could have listed our acreage and said, don't bring us an offer, that's a penny less. And I don't know that that would have been so smart. Um, You know, totally could. But when 90, well, probably 100% of the population expect to negotiate on a house price then that's what you do you you list it and you expect to negotiate and okay cool and I I'm willing to play the game and and all of that but it's just it's such a it's just I wonder I wonder what else is possible with it and then just even just acknowledging the energy of the lack a lot of times of course it's not every time sometimes people just have fun with that or the other thing too if you listen to my show oh gosh I don't even remember probably a month or so ago you know, I think it's called, is it ever about the money? Because is it like, it's really what it's worth to you. Like if you have something where, where uh, it's worth it 110% to you, you probably don't negotiate. Or like, maybe let's say you don't have the full amount, then maybe you do negotiate, but there might be a different energy attached to it. You know, there was one place where I was considering, you know, 
putting in quite a bit of a lower offer on on the house that we were looking at. I loved it. Hubby didn't. So we never (laughs) took action with it. But I was going to go in probably close to 100,000 less. And and a friend of mine uh, had suggested to write a letter. Because one, I mean, that a lot of times people will just take that really personal and get really upset. Like, how dare you think my house is worth like that much less and all of that. Uh, and so my friend just said, you know, write a letter, let them know that you that's not the you know, you're not able to spend that amount. So write a letter and explain the situation, how much you love it, what you love about it. Uh, she said they did it in one place. It it didn't they didn't accept the offer. But the next place they did it on the person did. And I'll be honest, like that would totally work on me. Like if somebody had, you know, viewed this acreage and just fell in love with it. And, you know, if we could have financially done a different deal and it would have been delivered from, it's almost to me like that's the energy of abundance. Or, you know, of course, it depends on the person writing it and all of that. But there's a different energy of, you know, hey, I love your place so much. My bank won't let me spend more than this amount. I will give you every penny to that amount because I love your place so much compared to, well, I only want to pay you this because your place needs renovations and I'll have to spend money on that. Like that's to me is such a different energy um, and, and just that willingness to say, hey, here's where I'm at and I'm, I'm not trying to, t- you know, I'm not trying to be unkind or to be mean or to think your place isn't worth that. And what was so interesting uh, was just the other day because I've got on in Canada here, it's called, uh, I think it's realtor.ca. So you can go on and you can look at all the MLS, all the house listings that aren't privately listed um, and, and look at them and, and save them and have, you know, favorites and all that. So that house that I would have, if hubby would have loved it, that I would have come in probably 100,000 less than they were listed at uh, with a letter <laughs> so that they knew that I wasn't a jerk. Um, what I just I just got a notification a couple days ago that they've actually dropped fifty thousand dollars. So quite possibly that you know hundred thousand dollars would have actually been accepted. Now I am so grateful that Hubby didn't love it because this this place that we both love is a million times better for both of us. That other place would have been really cool for me, uh, not so much for Hubby. So I am so so grateful, so so grateful that. Uh, he didn't love it but it's just a like you know what else is possible and and I really think if you get out of that energy or not think I know that when you choose to be and operate from the knowing of the abundance you be it's a totally different invitation on the planet than from lack you know and it was funny because I probably talked about this on a show before when we first started looking at houses, I think we started looking in May. And we would go to a place and all how we would talk about was what needed to be done and how it wasn't worth it, like the price they were asking. And, and it always seemed to be kind of really directed towards the realtor. And I never quite got it. Like I was like always walking around going, okay, why do we have to talk about, like, one, a lot of times we knew fairly quickly that we wouldn't buy it anyway, so we don't need to talk about what's wrong with it. Um, And you don't need to tell her, like, (laughs) it didn't make sense to me. And then uh, about, I don't know, maybe a month ago, maybe, oh, whenever, a few weeks ago, there was one of the realtors, local realtors here that was showing our place. And Hubby worked with him actually for a couple of years, years and years ago, like when Hubby first moved to Canada, he worked on his farm and, and kind of saw the, the workings of their real estate business also. And it was so interesting because he was just saying, oh my gosh, he would always go in and talk about how horrible each thing was and how things needed to be done because he had the point of view that if you talked about how horrible things were, then when you came in at a lower, uh, like, lower price, the person would take it because you've already told them how horrible it was. And I, and he was talking about this to our realtor and I went, oh my gosh, I said to him after, I said, do you know you do that when we go to houses? And he was like, what? I said, when you go to a house, when we go look at an acreage, you point out what's wrong and you're te- like, you tell the realtor who actually doesn't have say over the price. 
And it was kind of like this light bulb moment for him. He didn't really say much after. I don't know, you know, what he did with the information, but he never did it after that. And I was so grateful because it just didn't make sense to me. Like, it, it's, it, and it, that's why, like, it's such a lack mentality. And if you don't like it, don't buy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> again, that's kind of my, um, yeah, I just do things really different and I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'm also willing to be aware of on the planet when we need to do things a certain way. But it's like walking around and telling the realtor who has nothing to do with the price, uh, what's wrong with it so you can actually put in a lower rate. You know, it's, it's just not, there's no abundance there. There's no possibilities. And, and I shouldn't say all the time there's no abundance, there's no possibilities, because that's a conclusion. But a lot of times it is delivered with that energy of lack, that energy of, okay, well, if I make it wrong, then I can have it for less. So I don't have to spend more money so I can feel good about it. Instead of like, if, if you were truly being the abundance you be, it wouldn't be about having to make something wrong to get a better deal for it. Now, you may still want a better deal, like you, better deal. You still, still may go, hey, you know what? Actually, it'd be this, like that house that I loved that hubby didn't. I never, ever would have spent 950 Even if we had a budget of $2 million, I would not have spent 950000 on that house. It just wasn't it. That, that wasn't the price that it just didn't match it. And, and that might have been my interesting point of view. Obviously, the realtor and the owner <laughs> thought it did. And market has shown them that it isn't because they've come down $50,000 like that. That is the market speaking. And I can say that because my good friend, Chris, who's also my realtor, who I talk a lot about on the show. And if you're my Facebook friend, you see that we swap bars a lot. And he's amazing. Big shout out to Chris. And if you're looking for, you know, a house in and around Lloydminster, Alberta slash slash Saskatchewan, uh, make sure you contact Chris because he is an amazing realtor. I have learned so much from him through this whole journey. And um, professional is is not even the word that I can describe him as. So, um, you know, and so that's where I can talk about market has shown them that it isn't because that's what he said to me when he initially brought us our price. We had had our acreage appraised in 2014 at 400,000. 2014 was, it, the market was still high. Um, and then when the recession, I'm using air quotes, recession um, came along, you know, housing and everything dropped, of course. And so I actually was operating off of, well, it'll be 400,000 because I actually thought we had it appraised when market was down. I didn't realize it was prior to that. So when, Mar when Chris came to me with the price, and it was lower than what I had, you know, in my head, in my world. Uh, so he came in and said, you know, 349, whatever, three, I think it's listed at 349,777. Um, you know, like he said, market, like market will show us where it's at. Like, pe like if people come in and are offering 400,000, then we'll know. Or if people don't, you know, come in and offer, say, 250, then we'll know. And that, that to me, it was like, oh, of course, like it won't, it won't ever undersell. It's impossible to undersell a house because the market will show you where it's at. So if you don't get an offer, <laughs> chances are you've got it priced higher than what market is willing to pay. And, and that was one of the things that I, I knew I needed Chris to be a part of the, the journey with me because I would listen to him in terms of especially that a pricing of the house because I knew I wanted to price it to sell because one of the things that I was so aware of in like shopping around is we would go to an acreage that you know let's say I'd find three or four in a day to go and look at and my first question to the realtor showing us when was it listed has the price dropped you know and when I saw a property that started out at 800,000 and then they went to 787 and then they went to 767 and now they're at 727 you're pretty sure you've got some more room in there like 
you know, so it's like I did, I knew I didn't want to drop the price. I knew I wanted to price it to sell, even if that meant being a different price than what I thought it should be. And and I knew that Chris could deliver that more than anybody else on the planet to me because uh, I probably would have fought anybody else. So I'm so, so grateful for you, Chris, if you're listening. Um, so it's like knowing that, you know, and then going in with what works for you too, because there might be a place when you're looking that, that like I say that you you would love and you would love it and it won't work for you at that price then look at when you're when you're putting your offer in are you choosing from lack or are you choosing from abundance because let me tell you you know getting an offer in at a let's say a low ball price being told well it's only worth that because it needs renovations is not received as well as something that could have been delivered with we love it so much and we don't have the money to offer anymore and we love it so much. Like that to me is a totally different thing. Now, I speak energy even better than I speak English. So maybe for regular people on the street, that wouldn't work. But I'll tell you what, that would work for me if it was possible on my end also. So everything this is bringing up, like everywhere that you're looking at, where you're choosing lack instead of abundance, where you're choosing this reality instead of your reality, where you're choosing fight and defense instead of possibilities, will you just destroy and uncreate all of that that's coming up and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, ultimately, for each one of us, if we have something, and I shouldn't say ultimately for each one of us, but for me, <laughs> if I have something that I'm selling, I probably have some form of a connection to it. You know, whether it's a car or a house or whatever, you know, I don't tend to sell a lot of stuff if I, you know, my clothes and stuff that I don't want the house anymore, I just usually just take it to Goodwill and, and donate it. But um, the stuff that I do sell, the, I have some sort of a connection to it. So there's a way to be with that. You know, I remember a car that I was selling. I'd had it for, I think, 12 years. I'd bought it brand new, but had it forever. And um, the, it was a kid and his dad that came. And I'd asked my husband to take care of it because it's just, I just don't love doing that sort of stuff because I knew there'd be negotiating and all of that. And, um, you know, it was a young kid and it was going to be his first car. And there was just, there was so much joy in it for me to be a part of that and to know that it was going somewhere where it would be loved and probably, you know, drove a bit too fast and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. But it was going to be loved like I loved it. And it just, there's just something with that for me. Now, and I, you know, originally said for most people on the planet, I, that's probably not true. There's probably people who would rather just, you know, sell it or make money on it. You know, a lot of people, they do that. They live their whole life buying and selling stuff and that's how they make their income. Uh, and what if that could even be done from abundance? Like, what if that maybe that maybe you enjoy that sort of stuff? Like, have you looked at how you could do that from a space of joy and abundance and possibility instead of lack and scarcity. Yeah, everything that brings up way to store and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere that you haven't been aware that you're choosing lack or scarcity, will you allow yourself to be aware of it now? Yeah, anything that doesn't allow that way to store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, because really, it's like what I was talking about before, the minute you're willing to be aware of it, that's when you can change it. So you can go, oh my gosh, I'm going to the grocery store buying no name when my body is asking for, I don't know, Heinz ketchup instead of no name ketchup. And I'm only buying no name because I can save $2. Well, is that abundance if your body's asking for Heinz? And I use Heinz not because you should have Heinz ketchup. It's better than any others. It's not what I'm saying. It's just, it was just the only brand name that popped into my head. So it's like looking at that. And there might be things your body doesn't have a, a point of view about. So then it doesn't matter. Buy whichever one. But, you know, so often we do, you know, we got to get the best deal. We got to save money. We got to... Uh, whatever, instead of looking at, hey, what really works for me? Like truly what works for me? 
Now, this morning, I was looking at flights to Ottawa. I've got a foundation class coming up there in September. And <laughs> there's one flight I could take for $3,000. <laughs> and I was like, holy doodles. Well, how's it get any better than that? And I could, and there's nothing wrong with that. And wow. <laughs> so... So then, you know, it's like, what else is truly possible here that I've never even considered? And then there's another airline that I could go for about a thousand. So doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Doesn't mean I won't choose a $3,000 one. It was just quite shocking because I normally fly to Europe for $3,000 and that's first class. So that's interesting to me that I can fly to Ottawa for the same. So how does it get any better than that? All right, we're off to break and we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about are you choosing lack or abundance? Yeah. And what's really cool is once you allow yourself to know what you're choosing or where you're choosing from, you can actually change it. So if you are choosing something from lack, whether you're choosing your your bed, whether you're choosing your holiday, whether you're choosing your relationship, you're choosing your money, it doesn't matter. If you're choosing it from lack, you can always change it to choosing from abundance because there's always more. You know, like I was saying in the second uh, section about when, you know, when I didn't think this offer was going to go through and it was like, well, that's it, then we're done, as though that was the only offer that was possible, which is a, is a total lack mentality. It's like, well, there's only one. What if there's a billion? Like, what if there's a billion possibilities beyond what we've never even imagined, but because we focus on one or we're operating from the point of view that there's, you know, lack in the world or there's scarcity on the planet, then there's, there does actually seem like there's nothing else. It's like, well, there's that, it's just the one, you know, and that's what I reminded myself through that kind of when it was seeming like it wasn't going to go, it was like, okay, but I created one. I'm sure I can create another one. Like it's, it's such an interesting energy of, oh, well, that's it then. You know, it's like, what else is possible? And that question, like I know you guys have probably heard it a million times and probably even said it a billion times, but truly staying in the energy and the question of what else is possible here that I've never even considered. 
<sighs> what else is possible here that I've never even considered? You know, and then you can even be looking at, you know, like let's say you're you're looking, so we're going to be looking at some new furniture in the next little while for, for some of the places in the house. Like if I was choosing from abundance, what would I choose? Like I remember when we moved to our very first house that we bought together in 1997, we had, uh, well, we had very little furniture, even though we'd lived together for a number, I think, gosh, a number of years by that point, we didn't have a ton of furniture. And so we went from having um, kind of two living or one living room in a sense to two living rooms because we had a basement and we had an upstairs. And uh, the space in the kitchen wasn't as big as the previous place. So I b went to Sears. I don't know. That's a, probably a Canadian company, uh, and it's it's slowly closing out. But we, I went on Sears and I ordered a couch and a love seat and a kitchen table and chairs, and we only just got rid of the kitchen table like a month ago, and we still use the kitchen chairs. And it was four hundred dollars in nineteen ninety seven, and the couches, even though they were as uncomfortable as fuck. Um, didn't matter. I mean, we didn't even, like, we just ordered them in. Like you, you didn't even go sit on them back then. Um, not from, because of where, I, I mean, I was, I was choosing from lack. I didn't have uh, any of these tools back then. I didn't know anything more was possible other than I just needed some stuff for, for the living room and the kitchen and ordered it in. And it, I mean, it worked, it was fine. And what was funny when I think of it now is that one of our cats, um, started using the couch as a uh, scratching post and no matter what we did was never really able to stop him from doing that so made a total mess of it and when we moved out here well and actually when we moved out here in 2004 we still used them for a while again from lack because it, again nothing it didn't seem like like it wasn't even in my universe to consider something else. And then I think it was 2009, we bought new furniture and we knew, and I don't know if I would have, but hubby was really adamant that it actually be quality stuff. And what's really funny is we actually lived with no furniture in our living room for probably six to eight months. The only thing in there was the cat climber, which is also like a scratching pad and stuff. So that the cats we had back then, that's the only thing they scratched. And then when, um, yeah, I guess so, so then that's all they had for, for six to eight months. And then we brought in the new furniture. And since then they've both died, but then we brought these two kittens in six years ago and they've never touched it. They've only ever used the, the cat um, climber, which is great because I don't know what would have happened to them if they would have used that, like our, like our, what we still call our good stuff, even though it's almost 10 years old and, and we still love it. We will move it. You know, it's not, uh, it's not stuff we want to change out, but all of that, you know, right from the very first purchase. Now, could have I afforded much more back then? Probably not. And it had such the energy of lack. It was like, okay, what's the cheapest way to have furniture in the house? Oh, we'd, here's how we do it. We don't like sitting on it, but here's how we do it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that I was wrong for doing it that way. It's just now I can really recognize that, uh, how, where I was choosing from a lot of times and what I can choose now. You know, looking at furniture now, even if, let's say I found something that I absolutely loved and I didn't have the money for it in my bank in that moment, then now what I would go to is, okay, what's it going to take? Like, what can I create? What can I be and do different? What else is possible here that I've never even considered? Like, really just go into question with it. And it's the, it's been working with access consciousness tools that has contributed so much in that way. Cause I just think, again, I mean, I remember back in 1997 ordering that stuff. And even then it had to sit on the credit card. Like I had a Sears credit card years ago and it, and it had to sit on there. I didn't have the money to pay that off right away. And I wasn't willing to have an empty house or an, I guess an empty upstairs. So really you know, did it that way. And now I would do the exact opposite. I may find that thing that I don't have the money in the bank for right now. So cool. What's it going to take? 
what is it going to take to create that as if by magic and just stay in the question of it and there's always a way you know once I really truly desire something there is always a way and it usually is totally by magic I remember back in uh, 2012 and I had taken my very first CF class in uh, August of 2012 and I really 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 wanted to go to the seven day in Costa Rica uh, which was in October, so uh, August and October, uh, just a few months apart. And I remember, like, even when I was there, it was going to be at the same location in Costa Rica. So I really, really, like, I was like, I have to be there. I want to be there. And I think we probably talked a lot about money in the CF class. And so I kind of left with more tools than I had originally had about that. And I went home and I'm like, okay, so what? what's it going to take? And I had this idea to sell all of this stuff. I had a bunch of kind of metaphysical stuff from when I was doing that in my business. And I had books I'd read that I was selling. And I did, like, it was really cool because I took action and very little was actually sold. And I still created the money to go. So it was like, even in my taking action, even though the money didn't result as a, as a result of what I put up for sale, I still created the money in other ways. I didn't use a credit card to, I mean, I used a credit card, but it wasn't, I had money on like to pay for it right away based on just me going, you know what, what's it going to take? And that's kind of been the way ever since. And sometimes it's through the way that I think it's going to be. And sometimes it's totally different. Like it's like, okay, I took action one way and then here's, here's the, here's how the money showed up. Or maybe it wasn't money that showed up. Maybe it was just the possibility that showed up that somebody said, hey, you know, would you like to join this for free and um, share it with your friends and what, you know, whatever. Like it's a totally, there's so many different ways things can show up if we stay out of the conclusion of the only way to do it is to pay for it. Whew, everything that is, we just turn and create it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, like in, even look at your money stuff. Like when you're paying bills, when you're uh, figuring out what you'd like to do, if you're looking at vacations, all of that. Like, are you choosing it from abundance? Or are you choosing it from lack? Yeah, everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And again, the minute you ask it, if it is lack, then okay, so what's it going to take to choose this from abundance? It's just a simple question, like you, you know, and then you can also ask, what energy, space and consciousness can my body and I be to be the infinite abundance we truly be? Everything that doesn't allow that to show up is if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipox, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because we be abundance, we be money, we be wealth, we be all of the yumminess that lights you up, whatever that is for you, we be it. So the more that we be it naturally or without struggle or without all the crazy, it totally changes. Whereas if we buy this reality's idea that there's lack and there's scarcity and there's never enough, then that's what we create in our lives. You know, and that's why some people's lives can look what we might call lucky, and some, and some people's lives look unlucky. It's just it's the point of view. You know, Dane, Dane, one of the co-founders, founders of this Dane here, the other, the other awesome dude, Gary Douglas. Dane has this, you know, has said this a million times. Your point of view creates your reality. So if you have the point of view that there's not enough, guess what you will experience? And if you have the point of view that there is always enough, if you have the point of view that the universe has your back, that you'll do whatever it takes to create and be and do and have whatever it is you'd like to create, be, do and have, then there it is. That's what you'll actually create. That's what you'll actually have more of. So everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And one of the newer processes in access is, you know, how many points of view do I have creating the blank I am choosing? And so I'm going to run that on on different aspects of lack and stuff right now. And just know you can use it on anything. It's such a potent process, even though it seems like it's 
kind of been talked about a lot in access, but really not in this way, or the question hasn't been worded in this way. And and just use it on everything and anything because man, oh man, does it clear crap like now. All right, so how many points of view do you have creating the lack you are choosing? Everything that is we destroy and create at all times a godzillion? And how many points of view do you have creating the scarcity you are choosing? Ooh, that has more on it. Everything that is, we just start and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the lack of abundance you are choosing? Everything that is, we just start and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the struggle with lack and scarcity are you choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, cool. And so another way that you can use that process is how many points of view, so this is the way I would run it, so you put your name in there. How many points of view do I have about Glenice? Everything that is, I destroy and uncreate it all. How many points of view do I have about Glenice Hughes? How many points of view do I have about Glenice Nadine Hughes? You know, and kind of go through all of that. And when I was doing them all, I also put in like Glenice Nadine Mork, which is my um, my maiden name, Mork Nanu Nanu. I know, uh, and and clear all of that because there's so many points of view that we have about ourselves, and none of them are true. They're just points of view. And again, our point of view creates our reality. So the more that you clear it, and then I took it and I did like, how many points of view do I have about Glenys Hughes International Incorporated? Because that's my business name. And, you know, just kind of go through and do all of that. And then how many points of view do other people have about Glenys? Do other people have about Glenys Hughes? Do other people have about Glenys Nadine? You know, all of that. Go, go through and do it that way too because it just clears and clears and it's so cool. You can do it about anything, anything you've got going on uh, to really assist and change it because it's those points of view that are actually limiting what's possible. And I actually shouldn't say that. I mean, we're choosing to limit what's possible through those points of view. So once you change those points of view, then anything is possible. And here's another one. So how many points of view do you have about choosing lack? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have about choosing abundance? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the choosing lack you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the choosing scarcity you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the never choosing abundance you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many points of view do you have creating the lack of choosing abundance you are choosing? <laughs> Everything that is, we just aren't ungrade at all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so, you know, just another way to clear the points of view. And it's just, I don't know what, I don't how it's different, whatever it is. There's just, it is just tapping into a whole new energy, at least in my world. Uh, and I've heard Dane talk about it a few different times on different calls and such. Uh, and I know it's done it also for him and, and various other people. So just try it out, you know, like everything, try it, see how it works, see what it changes. The thing that I usually suggest is don't try it just once and go, oh, well, that didn't work. Do try it a few times in different ways, because sometimes, you know, even after you listen to a show like this, there's so much that has changed. Like there's so many points of view that are done. So you might say, try it after the call or after the show. 
and then try to run some of the same clearings, there might not seem to be energy because you might have changed it already. You know, so try it on something that you'd like different in your life or try it on a person that you're annoyed with or something like that. Try it on something totally different. A few times, a few different things. See how it works. If it doesn't make a big change or you're not really sure, don't use it again. But do try it a few different ways a few different times just in case. Sometimes we resist and sometimes we've actually cleared what we're not even aware that we've cleared because you know the clearing process isn't always black and right right black and right <laughs> black and white you know sometimes the clearing process you might have listened to this call about you know lack and abundance and it's changing something totally in your body that you're not even aware of i mean that's what i love about this stuff is it's not linear you know that's why you can have bar sessions and change something you haven't thought about in years you know, maybe you always had trouble driving over bridges and you have a bar session and, you know, a week later you're driving over a bridge without that angst. You know, it's stuff like that that I just, I just love. I just absolutely love this stuff. So yeah, give it a shot. Try it out. If it doesn't work, find, you know, find a tool that does. There's so many of them. If you haven't taken a bars or foundation class, please check it out go to accessconsciousness.com check in your area chances are there's somebody nearby um, that you can go and, and get some a session from I of course have classes around the world many of us facilitators do uh, you can search me on the access consciousness site you can just look in your area you can look in an area you'd like to travel to I mean there's so many possibilities so on that note we are done for this week thank you so much for listening in sweet friends I look forward to chatting with you next week Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.